Not a matter of if, but when a crisis could turn your world upside down. I'm Rashini Rajkumar, crisis strategist, licensed attorney, and host of The Crisis Files. In each case file, we explore a real crisis or a ripped from the headlines controversy. My crisis squad and I are here to find solutions. Our suggestions are meant to empower you to handle your own crisis or prevent crises from happening. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly recommend you seek out professionals to help your specific need. Today, I've got Crisis Squad member Dr. Abdul Amari with me. He's an inclusion and equity thought leader and consultant. We're diving into the case file I call, Hold On, Those Are My Rights. Abdul, I want to dive into a case with a high-profile name, Vanessa Bryant. We learned not long after the tragic chopper crash that took the life of her husband and basketball phenom, Kobe Bryant, that L.A. County Sheriff's deputies and firefighters took pictures on the scene and shared those graphic pictures. In August, Vanessa was awarded a multi-million dollar jury award. This is a tough one. I think about the fact that not only her husband, but her young daughter died in the same chopper crash along with several other people. And what comes to mind for me right away is reflecting on when my brother passed tragically in a motorcycle accident and the ways in which not only every individual deals with death differently, but the ways in which different families, different cultures, different religions handle death in the way that they process and mourn. And I think in a situation like this where what I would call insensitive sharing and quite frankly, a breach of a lot of morals in my And a lot of duties duties, by these officers. yes, yes. That really, for me, speaks to the need to really reflect and think about what death means to people, what death means to to communities, and how people process and mourn in different ways. Well, you point out one of our issues here, which is community mores and the values of a community. In your situation, your brother died in a tragic accident, an accident which was outside in public. You know, some of us lose parents or friends in the privacy of a hospital room, and it still is tragic and difficult but there's a very unlikely chance that pictures are going to show up somewhere of our loved one in those last stages. So in this situation, the actual claims were for a violation of their privacy and the cause of emotional distress. Now, as I understand the facts of this case, Vanessa Bryant and her co-plaintiff in this, which was the husband of one of the other female victims, they never saw the photos. But the various deputies, the various officers were talking about how they should shared the photos at a cocktail party or an award ceremony. And it just defies logic for me that firefighters and law enforcement, even if they had those pictures, would share in that way. I think if you have those pictures, they need to be about official use. Absolutely. Definitely official use. And quite frankly, they need not be at the disposal of your hand at a cocktail party, right? I mean, they need to be in an official device that is regulated by your employer, whether it's a firefighter or law enforcement or what have you. And I think that 
the nature of thinking that it's okay to do that comes back to, quite frankly, the mistrust that folks have in large institutions in the United States. And even though these are individual actors, they are a part of these larger institutions. And this jury took only four and a half hours to deliberate. Unanimously, they said, yeah, they ruled in favor of Vanessa Bryant and her co-plaintiff, and the damages were really for grief and anxiety. So multi-million dollars to each of those plaintiffs in this case. So we're looking at constitutional rights, privacy rights. In the work that you do in the inclusion and equity space, you're probably talking about privacy and rights all the time and how we're constantly balancing those. Yeah, we are constantly balancing those things. And when you think about what does privacy mean to me, what opinions and things can I take with me and how can I express those things coupled with this what can publicly be talked about or can be reprimanded if I do publicly talk about it are certainly things that are constantly at play, even in overlapping ways. And it's a tough one. It is. If I had the answer to it, I'd probably be making a lot more money than I do now. But it's also something that I think we need to balance with policies and how policies from an organizational standpoint are embedded and communicated very clearly and an understanding of what folks can do that are within their own rights in the ways in which they can operate. For sure, in the United States of America, we protect free speech. It's part of being an American. We're known around the world for free speech and other kinds of freedoms. But then we need to balance that with the respect for our fellow citizen. And in this situation with Kobe Bryant and that horrific, horrific helicopter crash, we also have the very public nature. You've got he's a high-profile person, but it happens outside. I mean— It also calls on people to use their own judgment and their own ethics just because you could take a picture of something. We all have our camera phones right now. You maybe need to think before you snap that image. Absolutely. There's a human piece of us that if we were in that situation would be so flabbergasted and taken over by what's happening that we might think to ourselves, wow, I kind of want to take a picture of this or I kind of want to document this. But I think to your point, when we stop for a moment and say, wait a minute, and this is where experience comes in, right? As someone who has tragically lost someone unexpectedly, I would revert back to that and say, wait a minute, how would I have felt if somebody was taking pictures of Omari and had those at their disposal? And I'd probably give myself some pause, right? And it takes that moment of stopping the empathy to try and place yourself into the shoes of the other side and view it from their perspective. In this case, you know, with it being such a high profile and you talk about the anxiety and the thought that it could potentially go public, my brother wasn't famous, right? But I still have that same anxious reliving of... It's almost like PTSD. Yes, exactly. Now imagine, in their case, with one of the most high profile athletes in the world, it's on a whole nother level. So this crash happened in January 2020. I remember it so well, and I'm sure everyone does kind of remember where you were. I was actually in the studio hosting my previous radio show, Real Talk with Rashini. It was a Sunday. The news was breaking. 
in the middle of my show. At that time, we also didn't know for sure how many people, were they alive, who was dead, was anyone dead? And when you're on the air live like that, you also have to be careful. I think there were some initial reports out there that were erroneous. So those kinds of things, it turns out nine people were killed in that crash. And eventually, September 2020, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed an invasion of privacy bill called the Kobe Bryant Act making it illegal for first responders to share photos of a dead person at a crime scene, quote, for any purpose other than an official law enforcement purpose. And indeed, in this case that Vanessa Bryant brought, the jury found the sheriff's department, the fire department, did not have proper policies in place, which in a way is hard to believe in this day and age, but I can also kind of believe that this exact scenario is sort of what makes you create policies like this. Yes. And I agree. Initially, I said to myself, how do you not have <laughs> the standards and policies that you don't share photos? At the same time, I think it's such a good learning moment for other organizations, right? To say, we can't be L.A. County and to review what they have now, because at the end of the day, one of the things that we're also learning is common sense is not all that common. (laughs) That's a great line. (laughs) That is a great line. And then there's the whole piece about social media in general, Abdul. And what is your advice to your students, to your clients when it comes to, okay, we want exposure, we want engagement, you know, even right here on the Crisis Files, we want you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and uh, sign on to all of our podcast feeds. But what do you say to people that line between common sense and, you know, not, (laughs) I guess, or, or in some cases, just really poor taste? It's something that I consider quite frequently. And my thinking about it is, if I have to think to myself, will this be perceived in a way that I am not intending it to be perceived, I don't post it. An alternative question might be, how long am I thinking about whether or not I should post this? (laughs) And if I have to sit there and think for a, a long period of time, is this a good post? Is it then you probably shouldn't post it. (laughs) Well, then there's also, when you're in a live event, you're in a moment, you were watching Kobe Bryant in L.A. one day, you're at the U.S. Open watching Serena Williams and what she says will be her last U.S. Open. And there's something about everybody has their phone cameras out, they want to get it on video, they want to touch her, but there's also something about just taking it in in the camera of your mind. We've sort of lost that ability because everyone can just snap some images. Yeah, that's absolutely a fair point. One of the things that I've tried to practice is actually the do not disturb so that I can be more in the moment because if I kind of forget that I have my phone, I'm less likely to take pictures and watch from my phone rather than watching live. There's always a balance because in other instances, it's very intentional that I want to capture moments with friends or what have you. But being able to stop for a moment and and just think in the moment, kind of live it while you're there, I think is, is extremely important, too. All right. So some solutions. Hopefully we'll never find ourselves in a situation that Kobe Bryant and his friends and family found themselves on that January 2020 day in that helicopter. But if there is a tragedy that you come upon or if you are part of the people left behind, the loved ones, you know, some solutions that we can leave are think about what's ethical. Think about what you would want your kids to see, either in sharing images or even taking images in the first place. Absolutely. And again, I come back to 
what experience can I think from, whether it was my own personal experience that I had, or again, doing our best to place ourselves in that other person's perspective and thinking from that lens. That is really great advice. On that note, I want to thank Crisis Squad member Dr. Abdul Omari for his insight. Today's Crisis Brief brought to you by Goff Public. Number one, put yourself in the experiences that you have had to give yourself the level of empathy needed in a given situation. If you don't have a similar experience, think about your loved ones who might have similar experiences and what they would want. Number two, your personal device is also a social device. Think twice before making anything personal public. Number three, be sure to check the rules for use and sharing if you are on a work device. For organizations, make sure you have a clear policy. Reputation issues can arise quickly and unexpectedly. Prepare and plan before a crisis strikes with Goff Public, an award-winning public relations and public affairs agency. Your best defense is a crisis-ready culture that helps you spot potential issues, act swiftly, and reflects your brand's values while building trust with your audiences. Learn more at GoffPublic.com. Thank you to my podcast co-producer, Tom Hamilton of Undertone Music. Want to weigh in with your crisis? Email me, Roshini at RoshiniGroup.com, R-O-S-H-I-N-I at RoshiniGroup.com. Join me next time on The Crisis Files.